Welcome to Pumpkin Spice Podcast. I'm Rob Schulte, and with me as always is Graham Young. Hey, Graham. Hey, how's it going? Uh, spooky. So it's a new year. We almost didn't make it. Um, we barely got through uh, last year, and we're starting this year off with a bang. A big bang. Big bang. <laughs> Graham, you suggested end of days, which we'll talk about in a moment, because yes. it is very significant, and I think it's perfect for... January 2024. Um, <laughs> we made it. Uh, but I, I think we should let people know about a little bit of an update to the podcast because I don't know about you. I had a blast last year re revitalizing Pumpkin Spice Podcast. Yeah, sort of re resurrecting it uh, back from the dead. We were like two guys in a, in a cemetery at night. Yes, yes. Uh, one of us uses their own blood. I think, to bring the podcast back to life. Maybe yeah. both of us. Who knows? I wasn't there. <laughs> but we were thinking about it. We're like, what? You got to do a post-mortem. I mean, spooky post-mortem. And, and like, what works? What doesn't work? What can we do better? And you and I are really good about uh, striving for the best that we can be and not being all talk. You know, like sometimes, sometimes you're like, oh, we, not you, but people can be like, I want to do this and I'm going to do this and I'm going to write it all down and then not do a thing. Right. Yeah. But we're going to do the thing. We're going to do it. Yes. And basically, if you're new here, folks, when Graham and I started this podcast in what, 2017? Wow. Something like that. 2016? Okay. Yeah, I think that's, I think, I think you're right. Maybe 27, regardless. Um, we just did, we did one series a year around the pumpkin spice season at Starbucks. We would release a series of spooky movies. We would watch all the Nightmare on Elm Streets. We'd watch all the Friday the 13th. And that idea was great and everyone loved it and got ripped off by a couple of other podcasts and. Then, what are you going to do? Yeah, you can't. You, you just got to be the best podcast you can be, right? Um, and we want to Imitation bring that back. is the yes. highest form of flattery. Uh, flattery. There you go. Thank you. See, you can, thanks for finishing my sentences as well, Rob. This That's is, why we're great. This is a great hosts. start to the That's season. That's why we're great hosts. We finish each yeah. other's sentences. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Uh, and so we want to bring that back. We want to bring back the idea that we cover a series of films during the pumpkin spice season but that's months away graham we have yeah. to give them this episode we were releasing one to two episodes a month all last year which is still you know we're not we're not we're not your weekly podcast you know we're not a um what do you listen to weekly uh howard stern <laughs> uh yeah i'm one of those sure, uh sure. numbskulls yes uh, <laughs> but we thought Maybe we should start a Patreon. People do Patreons, and we're like, well, maybe we don't need to start our own Patreon. Maybe we can join forces with our friend Bill Tilly and merge with the Bill and Rob's, my other podcast, An Excellent Adventure, 
Patreon because Bill and I kind of have the same vibe of Pumpkin Spice where we do series, like structured series of films at a time. Then we'll take a couple of, like a month off and do another series of films. A lot like Pumpkin Spice towards the Pumpkin Spice season. But now we can do our monthly or more episodes behind that paywall if you want to hear more episodes of pumpkin spice podcast before the fall you can join at patreon.com slash bill and robs and i think yeah, that's a pretty can, good compromise right yeah it's it's great and it, it, if you want to continue this little road trip that rob and i started last year and uh, to tide you over mm-hmm. before our big uh reveal of our franchise this year which we will not say until later on obviously um but it's going to be very special yes and we will reveal that earlier behind the paywall but still we gotta cross some t's and dot some lowercase j's before we we're we're announcing things early we saw the trailer for gta 6 and we were like yeah let's go ahead and just start announcing things two years and away yeah and uh someone leaked our podcast which is why we had to announce it two years early (laughs) (laughs) graham so that'll be fun i'm excited to have you know when you go behind the paywall you can get a little bit more loose with it you know you can have a little bit more Freedom. I'm not saying we, we're not going to say things behind the paywall that we wouldn't say in front of the paywall, but we might be able to just like go off on goofier tangents and like not feel like we're as as tied down on to, the clock. Yeah. Yes, that is it. And uh, and I love it. I love it. Um, I love this podcast. It's it was one of the first professional podcasts I ever made. I I, I don't want it going anywhere. So. Here's, I think the best. Yeah. No, sorry. No, go. Oh, ahead. I was just, just going to say, I think the best way for our audience to understand is to look at Pumpkin Spice, um, the franchise that, that we cover, as Baywatch. Mm. And what we're doing now, sort of with the road trip and everything, is Baywatch Nights. Yes. So it's sort of after hours, loosen that tie, mm-hmm. and let's have a chat. And don't sleep because by day you're going to be rescuing people at the bay, and by night yes. you're going to be a private eye, and then a paranormal investigator. Yeah, yeah. that that definitely uh, comes into the mix. Yes, I mean I've seen both seasons, and I have them both on DVD. So <laughs> you know you can only get that show on DVD if you get the German version, of course. Oh, so is it Region 2? Yeah, yeah. But it, you, it doesn't matter these days with computers. So. Computers. With computers and science and hacking and, you know. Or, and see, I'm I'm learning things. The audience is now going to learn things. You're going to learn things. Yep. Um, I, I discovered last night that uh, Region 2, it, it, it uh, doesn't matter on 4K. Oh, 4K yeah. will play any, any region. So yeah, it's most- region free. That's what I'm trying to say. Well, and like usually when you rip a DVD or a anything, a digital video disc of any form these days, a computer doesn't care. Like, but if you buy your player from Walmart, that will care. You know, yeah, that, that'll be like region specific. Wow, enthralling! But great. now that we got that out of the yeah, way, <laughs> all, all the more reason to join Plex and get my Plex library, so you can watch all of Baywatch and Baywatch Baywatch Nights rather. It's. I'm telling you, man. It's right there at the palm of your yes, hand. Yes. Um, 
I the, I have I have this agenda. Uh oh. Um, where Graham's I, writing see, a manifesto. Everyone. No, 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 no. Just this this wager I have with some friends, thinking that we would be able to watch every great movie before we died. And so, what does that mean? See exactly. Oh, what does that what does that mean? Is like every cool person I come across in my life, or Mm. read about in books and everything. If they recommend a movie or say, "Hey, I love this movie," I'll check it out for sure. There's obvious things you're going to skip because you know they're not going to be great per se. But if someone says that this is their favorite movie, I'll give it a watch. I'll give it a chance. I love it. I love that. Add it to your letterbox list. Uh, yeah, I'm close to logging 4,000 movies, Rob. Oh, wow. <laughs> that is, that's incredible. Um, Graham, we should get into today's film. Uh, and here's the thing. You suggested End of Days, 1999, Arnold Schwarzenegger vehicle, because he needed another vehicle. Um, I believe his vehicle in this movie is a helicopter. But we yes, a chopper, and I had forgot <laughs> definitely a chopper. I had forgotten about End of Days. I saw this movie in theaters. I was very excited about this movie. Yes, uh, mainly because of the soundtrack, which I'm sure we'll talk about soon enough. But why did you? Is it because it's like a New Year's Eve, New Year's like? Will we make it to the new year? And we knew we were recording this in January. Yeah, sort of looking at New Year's horror. And also, I guess we should get into this now, uh, the big elephant in the room. Um, I saw Guns N' Roses <laughs> live um, back in October, September. Uh-huh. And of my brother and I, of 2023 this year, um, it was a great show. And my, before the show, my brother and I were like, oh, yeah, do you remember uh, that the first Guns N' Roses song released without Slash or Duff was Oh My God from the End of Day soundtrack. <laughs> That's pretty nerdy. That is very nerdy. But also, before I read the letterbox description, when does that song happen in the movie? Okay, so... Um, Real quick. Actually, there's one thing I wanted to say at the beginning. I know exactly where it takes place. I want yeah. to say something at the beginning. Going into 2024, we are in 2024 now, as this episode comes out. No more spoiler alerts on the episode. If people have tuned in and know we're talking about a film, they should know that we're going to talk about the film. So if you would like to watch the film first, audience, where's my camera? I'm talking to you, audience, right now. <laughs> Go watch the movie if you don't want to get something spoiled because you shouldn't have pressed play. I'm not. This isn't me being mean. I'm just saying, like, I don't want to waste time more than I already have with letting people know that we're going to spoil things because that's just what happens when you talk about movies, right? We're we're doing a movie discussion, yes, and you have to watch the movie before you can have a discussion. Exactly. So, so watch the movie and then join the discussion. And that means we're going to give away things like the ending, especially the wild, wild ending of this movie. But anyway, when does Oh My God, performed by Guns N' Roses, happen? GNR. Yes. Any real fan knows. <laughs> of course. Um, so uh, the, the, it's weird because there's always like new metal playing in the background 
kind of quietly, but for no reason. Yeah, there's like and a new metal y score to this movie, as well as yeah. like the most new metal. It's very hot topic. Yes, and I loved it at the time. You yeah, know? at the time it was very cool. I was very now much. it has not aged so well. But so hey, I Arnold think new metal's just, coming back in a big way, Graham. I, I um, actually bought tickets to go see. I'm sorry. I know I, I've. Graham, and I want you to go come with me if you're able to come out to California. Because okay. I bought two tickets to go see Corey Feldman and oh, Limp yeah. Biscuit in Together? Together. And there's other groups as well, but it is Wow. In in California. That's hard to pass up. Dude, Graham, if you can make it out here, that other ticket is yours. Well, you know that I saw Limp Biscuit live in the year nineteen. 19- 99. I think I did too at the Family Values Tour. And I saw him at Woodstock. Uh, oh, holy shit. Yeah, so I that was them, fun. I saw them at the Free Napster uh, concert too. Yeah. Remember when they toured with Cypress Hill? Cypress Hill and then uh, oh, God, a Metallica cover it. band called Alcoholica opened. So that, I'm sure uh, they think that's funny. It was funny. It actually, it was very funny. At the well, I, the members of the band. Oh, like, yeah, did, but I like, love like, that a free Napster tour yeah. hired a Metallica cover band to open the show. That makes that openly makes fun of the members for being uh, alcoholics. Well, as I, I met Fred Durst <laughs> before that show, and he said it's funny because they just get wasted and play Metallica songs really well and then sometimes really bad, which is even better. So, anyway. Okay, okay. When did Oh My God happen in this movie? Okay. I want to I answer that, but you said that you met? Yes. I, wait, you I, had to get there really we early. We have to table that okay. Arnold thing just for a second. Okay. okay. For the free Napster tour that happened in 1997 or 98, maybe, um, you... It was honestly very well organized, but you had to show up like in the AM and wait in line. And eventually they opened up and everyone who waited in line got a wristband. And then you come back later that night to get a ticket or to, to go to the show, you know, 8, 8 PM or whatever. My brother and I waited in line and my dad went to work and then we got, our wristband, you know, like two hours later or whatever it was during that time, Fred Durst like walked around everyone and everyone's like, Oh, Fred, 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 Fred. But it was like one and gun. After we got our wristband, we went to go eat and you know, no cell phones. We didn't know where our dad was. He, well, he's doing work. Um, uh-huh. but he said he'd come pick us up at some point. And we walked back to where the venue, I think it was Municipal Auditorium. We walked back and like everyone's gone at this point because they're like, I got a nap. And Fred Durst comes out and like the seven of us that were still just like hanging around, he came over and talked to us. And I was so nervous, Graham. I was, he was the man of the people. Yeah, I was not cool at all. But I mean, I was like 15, 14 or 15 years old, right? But yeah, I, I he didn't asked, have to do much to impress you. Oh no, not at all. And I had, and I'm stumbling over all my words. I asked for an autograph, and he was like, "Hey, man, I would feel bad getting an giving you an autograph because when I first came out, like 
all those hundreds of people were asking for autographs and I had to say no. So I'm just going to say no so that no one gets an autograph. But hey, I'll hang out and chat with you guys and like everyone. And he chatted with everyone for like 30 minutes and then rode his motorcycle around Kansas City. That is cool. Yeah. What a cool guy. I don't think I've ever told that story on a podcast. So I don't think you've ever told me that story. Yeah. It's wild. Like, and that's why I think I liked Limp Biscuit for as long as I did, even when people were making fun of me for it, because like I met the dude. I met Fred Durst, who everyone was making fun of, and he was like incredibly nice and humbling to like this geeky fifteen year old, you know? Yeah, I'm gonna add that to my list of musicians who I don't really like appreciate their music, but I think they're really cool human beings. Mm-hmm. Like Garth Brooks, not not a fan of, the, of his music. Oh my gosh, is that is that I'm sacrilege that I just said it? No, I got this shirt for free. This it's, when I worked at SiriusXM, it's my Garth Channel shirt. Yeah, yeah. Rob's wearing a Garth Channel shirt, and that's that's pretty odd that I I had no I couldn't see it. Graham, uh, they're going to be able to see the video of this uh, on the Patreon, so. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Add Chris Gaines to that list too. Chris Gaines. Add uh, Billy Joel. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I mean, like, I think he's the coolest guy in the world, but just not a fan of his music. Sure, he's trading in it for a Cadillac. Okay, we need to get back on. Uh, yeah. Okay, let's get back in track. So, why don't I? Why don't I first read the letterboxed description, and then you can yes. tell me where Oh My God is, and then we'll okay. talk more about the film. Okay. So, End of Days, 1999, directed by Peter Hyams. Is that it? Hyams, yeah. Hyams, yeah. I had to look it up, I, yeah. but it's pronounced Hyams. Prepare for the end. On 28 December, 1999, the citizens of New York City are getting ready for the turn of the millennium. However, Satan decides to crash the party by coming to the city and searching for his chosen bride, a 20-year-old woman named Christine York. The world will end, and the only hope lies within an atheist named Jericho Cain. Wow. That's okay, so we'll start right there. I mean, you're gonna you're asking me when short where does uh, Oh my god Oh my god yeah. come into play when Jericho Kane uh, one of the greatest uh, leads in an action horror film. One of the we'll best names as well, of- <laughs> ever. Yeah. So he's descending into the layer of the devil cult. And okay. there's all the candles in and the all subway the people system, doing the right? chants. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And faintly in the background, uh, you can hear Axel. Oh my God. <laughs> Do you know where you are? You're in the devil's worship room. You're going to shoot your gun. Yeah. Uh, this is. Um, this thing on? Hello? <laughs> tap, 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 tap. <laughs> yeah, this movie is. Where do you even begin? Because. I mean, the millennium was huge, right? That was, like, everyone was tapping into this, like, turning 2000, even though, of course, as we all know, there was no year zero. So the true millennium would be 2001. But exactly. I've been saying that for years. Do you, do you, when you count to 10, do you start at zero? No. But I get, 
it's a branding thing, right? It's more significant sure. to roll over when you're when you're driving your car, when you break off that new hundred thousand mile. You're not going a hundred and one thousand, right? You know. So I dig it. I dig yeah. exactly where you're coming. We're gonna get that across to America yeah, soon. They're gonna once we hit year three thousand, we'll really be cooking. Uh three thousand and one, yeah. sorry. Two thousand and one, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, a space odyssey. Now I was it two thousand that was also like people thought the Y two K. Y two K Y two K, yeah. Yes, of course. Computers, bank software, uh, office space, all of that sort of stuff. Like, And none of it happened. But I have to believe that there was legitimate computer software stuff that would have fucked up, but people like knew it was going to happen, which is why they fixed it. But yeah, wasn't going to like send nukes off. <laughs> but you, you can actually see that in Times Square. You can see like Y2K advertisements oh, yeah, yeah, for yeah, y2k yeah, yeah you know yeah, be careful stock up on water in but, the uh, in the movie but uh, but in this movie specifically it's the coming of the antichrist or no the devil to create the antichrist by uh making passionate love to a young woman so that she would birth the antichrist and bring along the end of days correct and when I say correct, I mean you have the fact that the devil is a horny, horny, smug asshole. Yep. Completely right there, Rob. Yes. I, and the Terminator is going to stop the devil. What yeah. is Arnold Schwarzenegger? This is what I was talking to you about before we recorded. Like, okay. So he's yeah, like private and now I security, right? He's private yeah. security. He's an ex-cop that works... Private security in a firm that seems to have like endless resources. Someone's financing like this huge computer room with all of these like, I would think illegal weapons are not, you know, probably like military grade stuff, you know, automatic, you know, grenade launchers to take on the devil. Yeah. A chopper that you can fly in New York. Now, of yeah. course, this is before 9-11, but still, I don't think you could ever fly helicopters in New York. I don't think well, that... You, I think that if there were any, quote-unquote, birds in the sky, <laughs> that they were... Uh, I'm trying to be cool. Of course. Uh, that they were watched... Like, you know, if you were to put a helicopter up in the air in, some, in a borough of New York City, like... Because they, don't they have, like, uh, 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 news... Uh, sure, copters. I guess, but I think like anyway. Point being, it's ridiculous yeah. to think that some uh, task force could do this. Oh, it's it was stupid. Yeah, but we get a the cool whole pl- the whole the whole uh, helicopter thing was stupid. But no, go ahead. Sorry. No, I, I just I, I I I don't know. I don't know. Um, how do we get from that? To this, because the dude, oh, because there's the guy that has no tongue, gives some prophecy, they yes. look up his his apartment, and it's like, oh, there's all these things, and then they're looking for something in New York, and it's like, maybe it's not something in New York, maybe it's somebody named York, and we just happen to also be in New York. And then yeah. they get along to finding this woman, and then, like, evil 
Satanists follow her, and then evil Catholics follow her and try yeah. to kill her. And bada bing, bada boom, the devil's now trying to find her. And uh, I don't know. Is there a significant, well, like, go forward? The, 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 the bada bing sort of how did we get uh, here from there sort of thing is a movie that doesn't know if it wants to be a horror film or an action film. Yeah. And, you know, uh, I'm a big fan of of Haim's films, so so I don't want to be like a total jerk, but this does neither well. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, Um, it does feel like it wanted to... feels like it wanted to be like a supernatural action film not necessarily a horror film but then it maybe there was meddling that says we need to make this creepier in some way and then by adding it's just a lot of spoons in the soup a problem we run into a lot on this podcast Mm -hmm. but i don't think schwarzenegger like horror is not his genre supernatural in this like creepy way is not his genre. It's, I I know what you're saying. I think it is horror sci-fi or horror supernatural in the sense that like predator was, you know, predator has a monster. It's a sci-fi. Yeah. But this is, it's got a monster, you know? Yeah. Like that's a, that's a task force. Issue, Right. Like, and there's not as like, they want this to be a task force action film. But it's not. It's a like quasi buddy cop film. <laughs> That's another element, and uh, the yeah, you could talk about it for days. Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't work. It doesn't work well. But it's like a fun idea. But I do have to say, you talked about that. Oh my God, Guns N' Roses song. There's also the <laughs> the Limp Bizkit song, um, Crushed which is only available, uh, I think, on this soundtrack. Yeah, and that's, that's my during jam. Like, the devil threesome scene. And okay, <laughs> I want to talk about that just real quick, so let me know when you're ready. Oh, well, we can talk about it. But all I was going to say is that I remember watching that scene and going like, wow, I, I really don't think this song sounds very sexy. And it's also like every other song in this movie, it's like, kind of in the background like you can yeah. almost hear it yeah they're they're afraid to turn it up too loud yeah um but as far as that weird cg3 sim scene goes um so gabriel Byrne, who i also want to have a whole nother discussion about him in just a second mm-hmm. but he plays the he's, devil he's the devil right and he goes to this guy's apartment and he's like who are those women and the guy says that's my wife and daughter. And then he's having a threesome with them where they're all like merging together, right? Into Christine. Into Christine, the woman he's looking for. Yeah. Now, later in the movie, the devil is showing Arnold his past. And who shows up? Arnold's wife and daughter. And I was thinking that he was going to bang them. That would have been so creepy. I thought so too. And I was like, no. Did you not think? I was like, oh my God. Like it would feel like something that would happen. Like what they're like, oh, we're going to make the devil really bad. 
and I'm glad it didn't go that route. But even this route was like that sex scene not needed for anything in the movie. Not that a lot of sex scenes are needed, but like the merging into Christine, like it was all very weird. Like you could tell this movie is made by like a director who knows what they're doing, but the movie doesn't know what it is. And that's the problem. It's scary and action packed and sexy and funny. Oh, isn't it? When he makes that Pepto-Bismol beer Chinese food smoothie thing. Yeah, he's the, he's eating like crap, yet he's like jacked. Yeah, ex- and he's also an you alcoholic. Who, yeah, he's I love jacked. Like, the only thing that you get of, of Schwarzenegger, sorry, Jericho Kane of being an yeah. alcoholic is people saying he's drunk. He doesn't yeah. do anything that like demonstrates that he's drunk. I just watched this and I can't think of a scene where he's drinking. No, there. I think he makes a drink when he's like crying over the, but it's that same scene. It's like the Pepto-Bismol scene, right? Yeah. And I with, guess that's the only, yeah. Okay. But with all these so that Catholic scene. churches, he could have been like stealing communion wine and that would have at least added some sort of, like if he goes down to like the database, the Vatican, like, the, US, the, like yeah, the land party, <laughs> yeah, where they're all playing Doom. Uh, if he had like a bottle of communion wine, that would have been hilarious. Yeah, it's yeah, it's there's just so again when you said too many cooks in the in the kitchen. Yeah, uh, there's no better film uh, that that best describes that. Um, I do want to talk about Gabriel Byrne just for a second. Yeah. Um, because do you remember, I guess this is still going on, but like back in the day there was like Armageddon and then deep impact. Sure. Yeah. And okay. So the 1999, the other, uh, devil film from 1999, mm-hmm. um, is stigmata. Oh yeah. Yeah. Gabriel Burns in that too. Right. Which also stars Gabriel Byrne. Yeah. So what's going on there, dude? Uh, and he plays a priest in that one. He plays the priest in that one, and he plays the devil in this one. It, it, sure. Okay. Like what? <laughs> I mean, I just thought that was weird. It is. It's well, and it's also one of those things where it's like it, it means nothing, right? But but like the significance of having two like end of times devilly sort of films in one year. It's like playing up to this idea of this will hit harder in 1999 than it will in 2001. Right. Like, so let's get them out here, but then yeah, let's get Gabriel Byrne in both of these movies. I, I don't like it. And Gabriel Byrne rules, but like his whole character in end of days is, Oh, there's a woman over there. Let's go over there and have sex. I bet she wants to have sex with me. (laughs) It's just an arrogant ass. Well, it's like, and I'm sorry, this is going to be a bit of a tangent. But uh, my girlfriend and I are trying to, apt word here, trying to watch the three Meet the Parents movies. First one, still great, I think, for the okay. most part. You know, it's not as bad as, say, like, no, it was funny. I laughed again. I hadn't seen it's got it. got some probably, moments. I haven't seen it in probably 15 years, so it hit again for me. It's not amazing, but it's, it's, it's a well-put-together script for what it is. And it's pre 
2001. So some of the airplane stuff, some of the surveillance stuff with like the nanny cam and it makes sense for the time. Sure. It took us like three days to watch Meet the Fockers though, which I, I believe I saw in theaters when it came out, but never uh, it's I'd not sta- good. I would stop after the first day. It is not good. But I wanted to know why, you know. Yeah, yeah, sure. You were, you were curious. She recently joined Letterboxd, too. So we're, like, really trying to, like, let's, let's, <laughs> let's watch let's these go on things, a, you know. Let's go on a journey together. Meet the Fockers, much like the devil in this movie. It's like, oh, there's a woman. I want to have sex with her. Or there's a, you know, there's this, like, I'm going to make a horny remark about it. So much of Meet the Fockers was just sex jokes that were stupid. Like, you would think it was written by, if AI existed, that it was like an AI eighth grader wrote that movie. It was bad. I'm going to go over and ask that woman for some sex. Because she probably want to have sex with me. Oh, yeah. And also, just because we're never going to cover Meet the Fockers on this show, like... They did that stupid thing that's like, hey, this worked in the first one. Let's put it in with a new twist in the second one and really beat the horse as dead as humanly possible. And it was bad, man. Like, it was so bad. I don't know what the whole point was anyway. Like, I really don't know what the point was. Like, they had to meet Greg's parents now. Like, Pam's parents had to meet Greg's parents in order for the wedding to happen. They didn't do any wedding planning the whole movie. Like, there was nothing. The, the movie doesn't even make sense. Kind of like End of Days. Like, what yeah. is this movie? Like, they have to What stop. are you? Yeah, like, you. Ha- and so I'll, I'll report back when we're behind the paywall on Little Fockers. But it, okay. yeah, I'm not excited. You, uh, uh, you'll have to pay to get the goods on yeah. that one. <laughs> yeah. But this movie, so that brings me to another point, Graham. It's prophesized that the devil's going to come, make the Antichrist, and it'll bring apart the end of days. Does, and the devil has superpowers, and the devil can give you what you want if you give him what he wants. We learned that from Kevin Pollock's character. Yeah. But what? But the devil also like can be shot by a grenade launcher and delayed for a little bit. And the the devil needs people to find the woman, yet he can be anywhere at any time. Yeah, I don't understand the rules of this movie. It the more you think about it, the more lost I think you become. Yeah, it kind of like prophecies in the Bible. Like, wait, yeah, why? And so yeah. that's why it's so hard to make a movie like this. I would almost rather them not have it rely so much on like Catholicism and Christianity and just like make some sort of like apocalyptic devil movie. Right. Yeah. So that again, they couldn't decide if they wanted to make like a real, like, so they set it up with Arnold doing this montage of loading up the grenade launcher, (laughs) getting the missiles into his belt, you know, loading up the shoddy, getting the rifles ready to go and then he just like essentially and again this is the end uh says uh god make me strong and then he goes and jumps on a sword yeah let's talk about this end for a moment 
Yeah, okay. How much did you think the movie Spawn when you were um, watching the end of this movie? Which I think should be added to our road trip at some point. I think Spawn fits in the Pumpkin Spice podcast canon. Yeah. Um, whew, Spawn. Uh, we'll... we'll <laughs> We'll uh, burn that bridge once we cross it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> With our spawn powers. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so early CG, um, let's make the devil scary, and both films can't pull that off. Yeah. Spawn or End of Days. Yeah. Um, and you look at um, Bram Stoker's Dracula from 92 which used all practical effects and that movie really holds up they're not showing the devil but it's dracula in different you know mm-hmm. forms and and sort you know as a monster and stuff um and that just came out earlier and looks so much better and is aged uh better than than what we see here mm-hmm. but yes big time spawn vibes yeah well and it's that like late 90s cgi right so the this is the sort of movie where we've got a lot of money to spend on one big set piece. Yeah. And they spent a lot on like the devil showing his true form for 16 seconds before. Yeah. Because I'm sorry, but before you see the true form, he's uh, the T 1000 in bat form. Yes. That, well, that's what I mean. That is like the true yeah. form, right? And then he goes into, Schwarzenegger's body and we get that like what Nightmare on Elm Street part five fight scene yes do you remember what I'm talking about with the kung fu kid yeah the, well the kid that kicks Freddy yeah the, but, the, but the, like the, there's nothing son? to be seen yeah remember? oh no no okay yes yes the brother that fights Fre- the invisible Freddy yes yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. yeah sorry so Schwarzenegger just gets thrown around by an invisible force that's inside his own body and then it's like a poor man's um, uh, Bruce Campbell from uh, Evil Dead. Yeah. You yeah, know yeah, how yeah. they do that in Evil Dead 2? Yeah. And like Bruce really sells it. And nothing against Arnold, but it's just. This isn't. It, it his looks goofy. Thing. Yeah. This, Arnold is supposed to actually fight something with fists and guns. Yes. Not like internally being thrown across the room that doesn't that doesn't pair well and then yeah he the the devil takes over and he like pulls christine on an altar and then he fights back and then she runs away and arnold jumps on a sword now during this situation like right before they go into the cathedral we get like a Times square eleven fifty one, and we're like oh yeah. no it's almost the new year the, the child must be conceived any moment and then like right before arnold jumps on the sword it's like 1157 and it's like that stupid it's thing like it's over like, i don't need to know these things. like i i trust yeah. you it's close to midnight and don't you think that kind of rips off exorcist well, right where so you have the good guy he like he takes possession of the demon and then kills himself sure but it, I mean, it's kind of like yeah. the same thing that we see at the end of the first Exorcist. But it's also just like lazy, like not not even because yeah. it's it's a ripoff of Exorcist. It's like this movie didn't know how to end. Like, how do you go against the thing that's been foretold? Right? How do you how do you defeat the devil and like also yeah. not bring in 
God in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. Or like really pissing off, uh, you know, certain sections of like religions, you know, I don't even know what I'm trying to say. Well, no, but I mean like, but even if put that aside, like even if like I get like the aesthetic choice of being like, we'll show the devil, we won't show God. Um, I, I get that as a choice, but like the idea that like this is a prophecy, the whole movie we're saying this happens, even the quote good guys, like the Pope is like, hey, you just, and that father, he's like, we you got to have faith. Like it says this is going to happen. However, it's going to Yeah, be. Rod Steiger. Yeah. Like we just have to go along. Like this is what it's said it's going to be. But after this is when the good stuff happens. So. And then you're going to be like, yeah, but we're going to stop it completely and just live in this like kind of like shitty world that already exists. It's like it doesn't, it, yeah, yeah. you can't comprehend it. Again, the more you think about it, <laughs> the more lost you become. Yeah. And this movie is very dark. And I mean, lighting wise. Yeah. Okay. So Peter Himes shoots all of his own movies. Oh. So he was also the, the cinematographer, the DP. Well, Peter. And it's funny that you say that because I looked in the trivia and that was Arnold's biggest complaint. He thought the film, he thought the film was too dark. Yeah. You need to see my muscles. Um, now I wasn't a huge fan of this movie, Rob, but can I tell you just like two of my favorite scenes Yes, please. in any Schwarzenegger movie? Yes, please. Uh, the one is real quick. Again, I'm a huge, uh, Rod Steiger fan, you know, on the waterfront. And he's playing the father priest uh-huh. guy, uh-huh. and he holds up a letter or a piece of paper. Yeah. And the piece of paper says 666. And he yes. sees, he says, Sometimes the devil can play tricks on you. He turns the paper no, no, upside no, no, no. down. What he says is, what he says is, okay, yeah, please. As we me, all please. know in dreams, things are represented upside down and backwards. Yes. So it's just like six 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 becomes nine nine nine, like nineteen ninety nine. It's like no 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 six 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 does not become nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, where does the one come from? Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> I also, mean, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it was just so. I just in this movie, I just it was it was said in a way that was like, oh, we're the first movie to come up with this. <laughs> Turn it upside down. And backwards. You know, it's just like... You also don't okay. have to say, like, backwards. Like, it's three numbers. Like, you could just yeah. say things... <laughs> what? You, you could say whatever you want. Like... Yeah. It's hilarious. Um, so that's one of your favorite scenes. I want to get to number two. I just thought of this other one just really quickly. I don't know if you caught this. Um, so, um, York's... Christina York's... Um, Mother, uh, adopted mother, mother-in-law, sure, whatever. Mabel, M- Mabel, yeah. Um, she's comforting comforting her after a bad dream, and she says, "Quote, now remember, you're more important than everybody else." <laughs> you're like, what? The, what a terrible thing oh, to say to some, okay. to a to, a, to a, a young person. Yeah, that's not going to give them a complex, Venetia. Um. But anyway, okay, so my, my favorite, this is like a, a top 10 Arnold moment in, in the days. And again, I'm not a huge fan of this movie, but it has <laughs> something incredible that happens in this movie. 
And I need to ask you a question because I feel like I missed something. Mm-hmm. Arnold gets his ass kicked by an elderly woman. Like, big time. Mm. And I don't think the movie ever said that she was possessed. <laughs> We're just which led su- to believe Which it. suggests... That, I mean, she looks tough and everything, but it's like fucking Arnold. Yeah, yeah. And she, like, uh, rams a piano table into him. She throws him across the room. And I was like... I was watching this and I was like, okay, so is she possessed? Is this is that why she's able to do this? Or has Arnold just like really lost it over the years? And I now he's just think a wimp. We just got a scene cut. <laughs> but yeah, it is very weird to see that. And it doesn't help anything for this movie in any way, shape, or form. What scene cut? No, I'm just saying like to get an old woman just kicking Arnold. Yeah. Like, she's obviously possessed in some form, but we but don't they, get but that. But they never say that, that. Like, I think what they were thinking is that they were shooting the movie and they were thinking, okay, and we'll, and we'll do the scene where Gabriel Byrne possesses her. Yeah. But they just didn't do it. That's what I'm saying. Maybe that scene existed and they cut it. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah gotcha. Gotcha. I do want to point out, though, Graham, because I love those scenes. Um, I think the subway chase sequence had the potential to be good, and it just wasn't. Like, I don't know how you ruin that, but it wasn't a good chase sequence. But upon my research, we talked about how stigmata and, you know, the, the deep impact volcano, two movies at once sort of thing. So Stigmata, End of Days, came out. The Ninth Gate also came out in 1999. So people were like, You're we, kidding me. We gotta get out. We gotta get on this end of world devil shit. So one you know, we at one point in time we might be able to do like devil ending movies. But I think something um, about, you know, when we talked about this a while back, but that that Wes Craven quote about like the end of a of something like when people are creating stuff, I think I heard it on the scream commentary, but, uh, 1999 probably it's huge for movies. Like, you know, this was, and I, we don't need to get on too much of a tangent, but there's also that like pre 2001, there's that zeitgeisty thing about like hating your life and things being too boring. You know, fight club, American beauty, Matrix. Matrix, yeah. And so, I don't know. I also think, like, when you tie it into something hyper-specific, like religion and the millennium and crazy conspiracy theories, there's something there that we could cover maybe behind the paywall. I think that could be fun. I I think that there are probably more than enough films that we could make a series out of that in ninety nine alone. Oh yeah, ninety nine. I mean six six six. No, I mean nine nine nine. Sometimes in dreams, it's so. If I saw nine 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 in dreams, is it six 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 one? Anyway, Graham, any final thoughts on this film before we take a look at some bus tickets? <sighs> Gosh, you know, I want to make sure that I'm. 
I'm not leaving anything out. I think we covered mostly everything. I don't think you need to worry too much, Graham, because we can always talk about stuff again in a future episode. Like, you know what? That, I, I forgot. Next episode when we're in Toledo or wherever, you can be like, I meant to say this about end of days and we can do it then. So don't worry too hard. Okay, so yeah, if I think of anything, I'll, I'll return. But yeah, it's a goofy movie that's just a bunch of puzzle pieces that don't really fit together. Yeah, yeah. With a good intentions, I think. Good intentions. Um, it is a very dark film in the sense that there's not a whole lot of lighting going yeah. on. Yeah. Uh, I want to say that, um, what's her name? Christine. The actor. Uh, the woman from The Craft. Yeah. Uh, Robin Tooney. Cra- uh, Robin Tooney. Tooney, right? Tooney Tooney. I don't know. I, yeah, she was in The Craft. She was in Empire Records. She uh, had yeah. this like run from like 94 to 99 that she was pretty damn good in, but she was so underused in this movie for being like the central like character. Right? Like the thing that drove the story for the most part. But maybe one day we'll tune in to her 2000 movie Vertical Limit. and. Really oh, is that the snowboarding it. movie? I don't know. A climber okay. must rescue his sister on the peak of a K2, the second highest mountain in the world. Oh, K2. Yeah. Anyway. Say no more. Yes. <laughs> Monet Moore. <laughs> Empire Records, get it? Uh, <laughs> well, let's get out of New York, man. Yeah, I think we have to. Um, I want to just remind everyone, if they've made it this far, that like, just so you know, we're leaving New York. I'm going to choose a bus ticket from Graham like we had been doing all through 2023. But you're not going to be able to hear this unless you join at patreon.com slash Robs. You might be saying, why not patreon.com slash pumpkin spice podcast? Because Graham is being brought into the fold of the Bill and Rob's and excellent adventure. I came universe. in late. Yeah. And so pumpkin spice podcast episodes will be there until the fall when we release our next public episodes. So whatever bus ticket I choose here, you'll be able to go listen to there and you can message us on Instagram at Pumpkin Spice Podcast Show, and we will tell you if you have any trouble logging into Patreon. But it's all very simple. So, Graham, give me some bus tickets. Okay, so returning from last year, we have Portland, Oregon. Okay. We have Guymon, Oklahoma, or we have a bus ticket in the Deep South that actually spans uh, a couple of states in the Deep South. Well, I can't pass up that. Let's go Deep South Mystery Tour. Okay, um, I recently just found out about this film, uh, watching it for the first time in 2023, Dark Knight of the Scarecrow, Dark which is considered... Of the Scarecrow? Yes. Um, From 1981? I, yes. Um, Rob, it's like A Mice and Men meets Jason. Okay. And you're a theater guy. This is one of those things where, like, as soon as I watched it, like, I immediately thought of you. Oh, good. Um, and it's considered, again, the uh, greatest television horror movie, made-for-TV horror movie ever ever made. Um, and uh, it's got 
I'm looking Larry it up here. Drake. Yeah. Now, Larry Drake may not be somebody you like automatically recognize, but if you look up his picture, he's the guy he's from Darkman. He's a what? The guy from what? He's he's uh, one of the mob or like the mob boss from uh, Darkman. Sam Raimi's oh, Darkman. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, he's a total that guy. Doctor Giggles himself. Yes, Doctor Giggles. Yeah. Wow. Well, I'm I'm excited. Dark Knight of the Scarecrow gonna be behind it's a really, the paywall. It's a really fun film. Um and you Ooh, know Lane Smith is in this too. It's got all the greats, man. Charles Don't du- uh, call Darnie. me Walter. <laughs> <laughs> what the way I'm trying to remember what Lane Smith is in. Uh Lane Why Smith, he's uh the the uh, attorney in in my cousin Vinny, but he's the dad and son-in-law, which is my favorite role. Yes, and he's also in Red Dawn. Oh, of course. Yeah. Yes. Gotcha. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, well, Graham, that'll be next week on Pumpkin Spice Podcast. Or not next week. Next episode of Pumpkin Spice Podcast, which could be next week, could be next month, everyone. But what you'll want to do is make sure you head over to patreon.com slash Robs and check out not only our new episodes that'll be dropping there. Um, if you go now, you can get all of last year's episodes of Bill and Rob's, which Graham guested on a few of them. Hand that rocks the cradle for Robo Ween. We got a uh, bunch of other like weird, sexy thrillers in that season. Um, I, I will say that that was a really fun discussion. Yeah. We did a whole series called sibling rivalry, which was like the brothers or, sons of more famous actors in movies that they were in like death ring and savage harbor and terror in beverly hills uh what else do we we covered all of the planet of the apes movies that was interesting what else what else oh there's plenty more where that came from so go check it out everyone and graham and i will be here with dark night of the scarecrow on our next dark episode night of the scarecrow Can't graham wait. It's good chatting with you. All right. Talk to you soon. Bye. (laughs) See y'all. Hmm. What are you feeling? Let's go Florida, Jacksonville. Okay. We're going to be watching 1987's Blood Rage. Wait, we already watched Blood Rage. Oh, I forgot to mark it off. Sorry. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yep. I forgot to. I forgot to mark that off. Sorry. <laughs> I was like, I um, thought I had been to Florida before. Let's let's. Oh, well, we'll that. retake it. And we'll retake. Put that, yeah, and we'll put it in the papers. Yeah. Okay. Let me. Um, just a sec. Okay. Give me two seconds. You said one second. Now you're saying two seconds. What am I supposed to think? Here?